Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. So, Arisha, in showbiz, second chances are definitely not guaranteed. I feel like that's also the case in every biz. Mm. So... If you get a second chance, you better make the most of it. Yeah, I mean, I, it depends on who you are. Because some people get 50 chances, and it's like, come on, they suck. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, well, Saturday Night Live just gave comedian Shane Gillis a second shot. So back in 2019, Shane was announced as a new SNL cast member. But after some inappropriate material of his went public, he was fired before he even went on air. But this weekend, SNL brought him back as a host. Mm-hmm, they did. And NBC's decision to bring Shane back to 30 Rock was definitely surprising and also polarizing. Yeah. And the reviews are now in, and they're also mixed. Yeah. People are all fired up on both sides, as is usually the case. It is usually the case, yes. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Monday, February 26th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Give me that, give me that hot gosh. So Saturday Night Live caused a little bit of a stir earlier this month when they announced that Shane Gillis would be hosting the show. In 2019, Shane was actually hired as a cast member on SNL. Now, this was mm-hmm. the same year that Chloe Fineman and Bowen Yang were brought in, who are just absolutely killing it. Like I love Bowen. I love Bowen. Bowen is just delightful. Oh, uh, he's so good. And he's in so much stuff now. I know. Like, he's truly killing it. He's got the Midas touch. Yeah. Um, but Shane never made it to air because, like we said, some comments he made on his podcast resurfaced online and it kind of bit him in the ass. Shane co-hosts a podcast with comedian Matt McCusker called Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. And in 2018, uh, they had an episode where Shane riffed about Asian people. Which is enough to be like, yep, 
Not a good idea. <laughs> just yeah, not a good idea. We shouldn't be riffing riff. about any any nationality, just in yeah. general. Yeah. Uh, so we're not going to quote him, but Shane mocked the way Asian people talk, mm-hmm. and he casually referred to them using a racial slur. Again, I, I this happens, unfortunately, a lot. I'm going to come in yeah. as a person of color. Don't casually drop racial slurs, even if you're repeating something you've heard. Yeah. I don't understand why people can't just say N-word instead of actually saying the word. Like, you don't I have know. to say the word, even if you're not using it as a slur to someone. Like, well, just shut up. I'm going to come in as a person whose skin is basically translucent and agree with you. Thank you. You know? That's what we need. You're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ghosts agreeing with us. Yep. <laughs> so not long after SNL announced the new cast, this clip started making the rounds, as is usually the case. Yeah. Um, and before Shane even appeared in a sketch, he was canned. And at the time, SNL released a statement where they said, we were not aware of his prior remarks that have surfaced over the past few days. The language he used is offensive, hurtful, and unacceptable. We are sorry that we did not see these clips earlier and that our vetting process was not up to our standard. You got to wonder about the vetting process because this wasn't like hidden. I mean, yeah, like what is the vet? Like, are we to believe that they go scour the globe for clips and podcasts and everything of these people that they're going to cast? I doubt that. I literally, I hope that they like, it's just somebody Googling the person's name plus problematic. Racist. Oh, yeah. Uh, homophobic, like all of the possibilities. Yeah. yeah. But um, so at the time, Shane wrote an apology on social media where he said, I'm a comedian who pushes boundaries. I sometimes miss. If you go through my 10 years of comedy, most of it bad, you're going to find a lot of bad misses. I'm happy to apologize to anyone who's actually offended by anything I've said. So not an apology at all. No, that last sentence was just such a snarky. I know. not Nobody's actually offended by this. Like, it's just people that are upset that I used a word that actually shouldn't offend anybody because the people that should be offended aren't saying anything. Like, yeah, uh-uh. that's not how it works. Shane. <laughs> I know. And I will say there are times where people will say something and everyone gets up in arms and I'm like, they didn't really even say anything. But in this case, <laughs> it's like you did, though. Like, yeah, just because people aren't knocking on your door telling you they're offended doesn't mean people aren't offended. Yeah. Like, and it's I mean, it's just this is a common trope, I feel like, for people that use words incorrectly or offensively and they're like I you know I'm just this is just this is just how I speak like I don't mean any offense like it's comedy and it's just no it's not like words hurt people the way the world is right now has to do with how people talk to each other like yeah (sighs) (laughs) so given this backstory uh when SNL announced that Shane would be hosting this past weekend's SNL a lot of people were surprised including a couple of Asian-American organizations who actually spoke to TMZ. So Joanne Yu, the executive director of the Asian-American Federation, suggested that Shane should show he's serious about making amends by writing a check to their organization's Hope Against Hate campaign. Mm -hmm. And Norman Chen, who's the CEO for the Asian-American Foundation, said that he was disheartened to learn that Shane was going to host SNL and hoped he would offer a genuine apology on the show. Now, I don't know if this surprises anyone. Shane did not wind up apologizing on this show. Yeah. But in his monologue, he didn't run away from his past either. Most of you probably have no idea who I am. Uh, I was actually, I was fired from this show uh, a while ago. But if, you know, don't look that up, please. If you don't know who I am, please don't Google that. It's fine. Don't even worry about it. 
During his monologue, Shane definitely leaned into some uncomfortable territory, which did get a pretty mixed reaction from the studio audience. Like, he made a joke about one of his family members having Down syndrome, and he was like, it almost got me, but I dodged it. It did nick me, though, which I've heard that joke. So I must have seen him do this joke somewhere because mm. I think yeah. it's on, like, his Netflix thing. Not that I've—I haven't seen his Netflix special because I don't know him. You're a big Shane Stan. You can do it. <laughs> big Shane Gillis fan. <laughs> I was so excited. But I've definitely heard this joke, so it's it's made the rounds. Um, at one point, he did kind of call out the awkward energy in the room, and he said, look, I don't have any material that can be on TV. I'm trying my best, all right? But Shane didn't just get a mixed reaction from the studio audience. People online were also understandably divided about his performance. They definitely were. In the comment section to a clip from Shane's monologue on TikTok, One person wrote, bro fumbled hard. He had the chance to just boss it up after all the history, and he was shook. Agree. (laughs) Another person wrote that as an Asian American, he was very disappointed to see Shane hosting the show. There were, however, others who loved Shane's performance on SNL. Former SNL cast member Melissa Villasenor commented on Instagram that Shane killed it. And someone else on TikTok called Shane's monologue one of the, quote, top five funniest monologues ever. Now, we should mention that this someone on TikTok, this is the first time they've ever (laughs) seen television Uh or anybody speak. Like, this this was literally the first time they saw it. So, yeah, definitely. There's no other way somebody, like, walk on the street and listen to people talking and it's a better monologue. Like, come on. I know. That is a very wild thing to say. Um... So, Arisha, a lot of mixed feelings about Shane Gillis on SNL. What are your thoughts? Is SNL hurting for talent? I guess, yeah. Uh, We're here. (laughs) Give us a call. (laughs) I know. Um, We're we're offering it up to anybody now. I know. It was, I mean. Has there ever been a dual host of SNL? Because. If not, there should be. (laughs) Agree. It should be us, and then it should be Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah. But definitely us first. We should, like, tag team. Well, yeah, obviously. Come on. Yeah. The bigger names go first. That's how <laughs> showbiz works. <laughs> um, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a Shane fan. I didn't know about him um, Same. until this story, actually. Like, I'd heard, like, last week when this came out that he was hosting. And I, you know, did a little quick dive into his past yeah. to see for context. And, like, okay, well, right. let's see, like, what is this person saying? And just, I'm so sick of these people being offensive, saying rude things, and then not even apologizing. Like, he, this guy has not learned anything. Just listening to his monologue. And it was like, no. People pay to listen to this? I know. Really? Well, and like, I was watching it with my mom, the monologue. And she was like, people are saying he bombed. I don't, she's like, it sounded like people were laughing. And I was like, <laughs> I read an article somewhere that was like, you wouldn't know based on, like, if you were watching it at home. Because yeah. it does kind of sound different, but they're like when you're in there and and you're on stage, like it's yeah. definitely a different vibe. But I don't know him trying to like call it out didn't help. Yeah, it was just like Joe Coy <laughs> trying to say, call it out. It doesn't just, always work. It doesn't but always work. No, it's interesting to me that SNL had him host in the first place because one, he's not famous. Let's be really honest. Yeah, like he's not even a famous comedian. Yeah. You know, like even if I you know. put like Nate Bergetzi hosted and I love Nate Bergetzi. I think he's he's one of my favorite comedians. He's not necessarily famous, but he's a pretty well-known comedian. It's another name I don't know. <laughs> but like SNL has this 
kind of track record of firing people or like cutting ties with people like Morgan Wallen when he was supposed to be the musical guest and he like Mm -hmm. had all that controversy and he like broke COVID protocol and all this stuff and then they invited him back again. It's like, I don't know why SNL does this. It almost gives off that they make the initial move to like appease people or they're afraid that they're going to get backlash and then they just a couple years later or however long after have them back. It's like a weird choice, especially to make the choice on someone who's not known. For someone who's, an, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird way to double down on something no one should be doubling down on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, and and no, like, if you're, you know, if you're saying things like this, you're very uneducated. At best, you're, right. you're uneducated and not racist, but just, like, super uneducated and not willing to educate yourself but most likely you you just harbor a lot of like micro racism yeah. thoughts that obviously oh. should be unlearned and it's like SNL just being like oh yeah we you know we did the thing we fired him and we stand in solidarity and then a couple years later he's hosting the show i know and it's like for him like it's not worth it doing for anybody but i would expect this for somebody like what's his face uh, who I said I wasn't funny and everyone came for me. Oh, Dave Chappelle? Yeah, Dave Chappelle. Like, I could see them doing it for Dave Chappelle. Right. That's a name everybody knows. Doesn't yeah. make it okay, but I could see it. But right. for Shane, it's like... We're also brushing past the fact that he said the R word in his monologue. Oh, I know! It's like... I know! Who, who at SNL was like, go for it, bud? Yeah, and also him talking about his sister and like, talking about how like she like just describing like her husband who's east african and just oh, like yeah just just a lot of ignorance and it's like if that was my brother talking about <laughs> my adopted children yeah. i'd be like shut up mm-hmm. and you're not coming over for thanksgiving anymore yeah how yeah. about them apples how about them how about them donuts i'm sorry donuts matt damon shout out <laughs> it's from your favorite commercial of all time <laughs> Come on, that was two weeks ago. I'm a different woman now. <laughs> okay, well, thank God for that. But yeah, I think the takeaway here is that you and I have a legitimate shot of hosting SNL. I know. We just, what, have to walk by Lauren Michaels on yeah. a cafe street? Done. Yep. Let's get to New York. Give us a ring of roo, Lorne boy. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. You can follow us on socials at Brooke Ziffrin and at Arisha Skidmore-Williams. We love connecting with you. We're also on video. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube on the Wondery channel. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients. Popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.